transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. That's right. It is I, your fearless host, your your endless entertainer, your your uh, desperate voice in a desperate time. I am Old Heart, aka Jared. This is another episode of Coffee and Contemplation, uh, an Old Heart Radio podcast. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify, and technically iHeart Radio, although I don't pay attention to that at all. Uh, and you can find us online on, uh, on Instagram at Old Heart Radio as well. Um, so, you know, check us out. Uh, if you have already, then that means you are a hot dog. Thank you for listening. Uh, you're amazing people. Uh, I hope the quarantine is treating you well on wherever it finds you this episode. Uh. Woo, excuse me. That is, that is absolutely correct. Uh, today... You know, I, I, I've just, I've been, I've had so much time on my hands because I've been laid off from work and I'm just waiting to go back and I happened to stumble upon the subject of a one Mr. Phoenix Jones. Uh, so Phoenix Jones first came into my periphery a while ago. Um, he is the, was the, like probably most prominent superhero real-life superhero in Seattle, Washington. Uh, and I, I got to be honest, I remember when all this trend started really happening. I get I get that real-life superheroes have been a thing for a while, but they did not come crawling out of the modern woodwork until post-Kick-Ass. I mean that. Like, Kick-Ass is a, was... Like, Kick-Ass 1 is a really fucking awesome comic. If you have never picked up an issue or a trade of Kick-Ass, uh, definitely do so because it's actually really fucking cool, really gritty. Uh, check it out. But the movie came out, and then all of a sudden, the idea I think of real-life superheroes was really planted in the minds of the public, or at least some public. I know there's. I I will say it. I definitely entertained a thought. I was like, damn, dude, what if I trained and like got a fucking like mask and like went around at night and just like you know watched over shit and then i was like i ain't got time for that shit i gotta i gotta wake up in the morning and pay my fucking bills uh so anyway we're not talking about me uh so phoenix jones uh is the alias of benjamin john francis fodor who was born in 1988 that's the year of me uh it's a year of the dragon motherfucker um and he, like I said, is the most prom- was the, was the most prominent superhero coming out of real life superhero coming out of Seattle. Uh, Jones said that he wanted to take policing matters into his own hands after a few incidents that uh, kind of changed his his viewpoint on vigilanteism or superheroism or whatever uh, around the Seattle area. And subsequently, um, he donned the identity of Phoenix Jones. Uh, Jones. 
later encountered a friend who's being seriously assaulted outside of a bar and after calling 911 he put on a mask uh from er the earlier break-in that he had uh, witnessed or whatever shit and uh helped out i guess or didn't help out or whatever jo um the thing is the thing that is weird about mr jones is that i'd love to talk to this cat i'm just gonna throw that out there yo phoenix phoenix jones i know this is like a small you know diy podcast network but i have a show called local yokels i would love to have you on it uh just to talk man you've got some stories i, I can't even remember, and that you know because, uh, because like, you know, I'm just shouting it out. Back to the whole thing. Uh, so, Mr. Jones, uh, like, made waves, man. Made a little bit of waves. He was part of the Rain City superhero movement. Um, on several occasions, he uh, made made news in the press. Uh, let's see, January 2nd, 2011, Phoenix Jones stopped and chased away a car thief as the car owner who has to be identified as Dan stood by in shock. So Dan didn't do shit about his car getting stolen and Phoenix Jones just ran up on a motherfucker and was like, boo, boo, get the fuck out of here. Uh, let's see. A little bit after that. Uh, footage shows Phoenix Jones preventing an intoxicated man from entering his car. Jones threatens to use his stun baton uh, on the inebriated person. In Belltown of Seattle, Phoenix Jones doused a man with pepper spray after he attempted to steal a bus, which is fucking crazy. Uh, October 9th, 2011, Jones was arrested for his role in an altercation involving pepper spray, um, which sucks. Uh, and that, that was one of those things. Like, so, so he started doing these really, like, I, I will say this in in the in the terms of like a, a real life superheroes. They're not like out there fighting villains and all this shit. Like, like they really are. Like, they're helping out their communities, and they are, uh, you know, preventing small crimes in in, in strange ways. And shit. Uh, shout outs, shout outs to anybody listening. As always, you hot dogs are unbelievable. Uh, shout outs to Phoenix Jones, you crazy motherfucker. Uh, shout outs to my friends, my family. Shout outs to my girlfriend for being cooped up with me. Shout outs to everybody. Like I said, you are you are just um, you should know that you're all just amazing and special people. Anybody, even if you don't listen to this, which you probably didn't hear that last part, but whatever. Um, so Phoenix Jones. Like he did, he 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 prevented a bunch of little crimes. Uh, you know, he did like a lot of like kind of stuff like that. He wasn't super big on. I recently on um, uh, fucking like giving giving sandwiches out and shit like that. He would, uh, but he was mostly looking for action. And I watched this recent uh, like kind of like documentary that was made on the rise and fall of Phoenix Jones. It's on YouTube. Um, and it's this is why i'm doing this podcast because i watch that shit and, and it's really interesting because you see him within the within the context of a real life superhero community you see him like like be kind of like too serious he took it too he took this like crazy idea too seriously uh, and, and like, he had like stricter rules for who he rolled with and all this shit. And like, he just kind of like, like pretend he, he wanted the fame. And I don't mean that in like a negative way. I think it got to his head. I think he got a little bit of it and a little taste for it. And he wanted more. Um, 
But that being that being said, he still did he still did stop all those like random crimes. He still did help people out, and that can't be negated. Um, uh, there's this little stint where he this dude named Rex Velvet. Uh, tried to become like his his like the uh, Phoenix Jones's super, main supervillain. And actually, I saw some of it at, uh, footage in that documentary I was watching, and it looked really fucking bullshitty. Like I was just sort of like, that's ah, fucking lame. Uh, <laughs> because like this is the thing. So you can actually do you can actually be a real life superhero. You can go out and I mean you could train yourself for sure, or not train yourself, but you can be trained. You can go out. You can fuck. You can fucking stop crimes. You can. Fuck shit up you could uh and you can also help out people you can like give out goods you can give out uh you know you know uh, blankets and, and fucking hygiene utensils and sandwiches and shit to people that need it uh you can do all sorts of things and that makes you a fucking hero man that makes you a good fucking person in my mind um but you can't be a real life super villain and, that, and like unless you are unless you just are unless you're just a, like one of those people out there doing some fucking devious and devastating shit and so that's like that's where it is. Like clearly Rex Velvet wouldn't work because because you're not a real supervillain. Like you're not going out there doing crime and then challenging Phoenix Jones to a fight. You're like making web videos and uh, like writing comments and articles or whatever and pretending to be a criminal. And that's not even like that's not it's not nearly the same as being a real life superhero. So Rex Velvet suck eggs. Um. Let's see. So one of the things about Phoenix Jones is that his career kind of ended on a low note, we'll say. So he was apparently uh, involved in a drug deal or two, um, which is kind of funny because one of the things he did mainly was kind of like shush up and like shut down uh, little like drug deals and stuff like that. I believe there's a, there's a mention here that like um, when asked if he would have someone arrested for smoking cannabis, like would he call the cops and somebody smoking a weed, smoking a bowl in the park? Uh, he said that he had no problem using drugs, but wants drug dealers to sell somewhere else. And that's funny because you end up finding out, and this is like the whole this is like the whole interesting thing about his story. He starts out with these really interesting intentions, and then you find out later on that he's been. Uh, dealing drugs, essentially. He's uh, he he was caught by the SPD dealing uh, MDMA. Um, <laughs> MDMA just makes me a better dancer, man. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa! It just makes me a better fighter, man. I'm just out here on the street trying to clean things up. Uh, it also he also got caught with uh, like supposedly like four grams of coke or something like that, right? Um, so it just makes a lot of what he said just kind of. Uh, two-faced like was he was he doing some of this crime fighting not just for the attention and not just for helping out his community but was he doing this perhaps for the benefit of business was he like going around stirring up a name trouble stirring up a name for himself on one hand and pointing everybody in one direction while he was secretly also dealing drugs making money in another direction uh, I don't know I really don't know 
I, I got to say, like, I'm interested, though. Like I said, like, I'm interested in talking to Mr. Jones um, if he's available. Like, I, I'm going to try and tag him in this shit and see if I can rope, rope him into a conversation. But uh, so he's the same age as I am. He's 31. He was born May 25th, like I said, in 1988. Um, and he's actually also uh, a real fucking, like, that's the thing I like about him is that he is a mixed martial arts fighter. He has an amateur and a professional career. Uh, his professional record is uh, seven wins and three losses. Um, let's see. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's actually pretty, you know, what? right on. Uh, but like I said, I would love to talk to that cat. I'm just interested as heck in how you get started and all that. I'm not really interested in like asking you or making fun of you or any of that shit about drug dealing. I just, I don't know. Anyway, hope you listened. Either way, I hope you listened all the way to you fucking filthy hot dogs. Thank you as always. This has been another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. Uh, you guys are all amazing. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying sane and positive and keeping your paws clean. Uh, well, you know, I, I miss interacting with people. Holy shit. As somebody who doesn't interact with people very often, I do miss the interactions I had. <laughs> ah, you guys are all fucking awesome. Go out there, use your brains for good, because every day is a good day to ripen up that coconut. Shouts to Ryan Casey. And keep your stick on the ice. <laughs>